No person is comfortable just blocking out hell because it keeps coming back to the forefront because our conscience, we know there is such a place. Welcome to In Grace with Jim Scudder, Jr. He is the senior pastor of Quentin Road Baptist Church in Lake Zurich, Illinois, as well as the author of Why Life Hurts and co-author of Evangelism Made Simple. Hi, this is Jim Scudder. You're listening to In Grace, and I'm thankful that you are today on this Monday, August 28th. And today we are going to talk about hell and heaven. A lot of people have a lot of questions about this. I think there's this innate knowledge that there is more than just this life. And the Bible is very clear that there are two destinations for everyone, and it's either or. It's one or the other, heaven or hell. And we're going to talk about what those are like today and tomorrow, and hopefully make sure that you are saved from hell to heaven. And we'll explain how you can be saved uh, today. As we are all lost, we are all really on our way to hell. Uh, but by the grace of God, there's been a opportunity for salvation. And it's not by works, it's by God's grace through faith in Jesus. And again, we'll talk more about that today as we go into today's message. Also today, I'm joined by a special guest in studio. His name is Edmund Newman. And Edmund is a student of Dayspring Bible College and Seminary. Yes. And you're not nervous? No, not at all. Not at all. Yeah. <laughs> Edward is from Ghana yeah. in West Africa yes. and has been here for a semester. Yeah. Uh, so what, uh, what brought you to Dayspring, Edmund? Well, uh, like you said, I'm from Ghana and uh, a student of Dayspring, which uh, Quentin Road is more or less the mother of, of the school. Uh, what brought me to Dayspring? Well, after several years in the banking sector and also working with a non-governmental organization, that's the World Vision International, and also working as a biomedical engineer uh, in charge of sales and operations, then the, the call was very clear that uh, my path in terms of career and life should be straightened with biblical principle because I was born a Baptist uh, from Liberty Baptist Church in Ghana. And so running through Awana from Cubbies to Torch, the high level, I mean, it came as natural to me that I need to pursue the ways of God. And uh, of course, my, my bishop, that's my senior pastor, realized that it is good for me to find myself in Despring. And mm. And I'm, I'm happy to be here. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're you're a delight, Edwin. And yeah, yeah. To every time I see you, you're you're joyful. Yeah. You have a, a great disposition and yeah. personality. Yeah. I'm glad that God is going to be using you yes. in great and mighty ways back in Ghana. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And yeah. Uh, you know, it's you've had a lot of experiences in life. Now that you're you're older, right? How old yeah, are you? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm I'm 42. Yeah. So <laughs> you're going back to to school. <laughs> so what is that like? Uh, how how, how hard was that to adjust to go back to school in your older years. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, learning hasn't been quite difficult for me because I'm coming from a family of academia. Uh, most of them are professors and doctors with various disciplines and all that. And so I believe that even 70, 80 year people still go to school. And for me, even my children, 
they continue to make me proud because academically they are good. They are always in the first positions and and I always see it as a motivation for me. So me learning at this age, it's kind of great because I make sure that I get the grades. And uh, yeah. if you check the records, you realize that, woo, 42, and he's still making A's <laughs> in academics. Well, that's, uh, yeah. honestly, I think maybe it's better if you're older because you've had a lot of life experience exactly. and you, you've, you've been able to learn things from the Bible. Exactly. Yeah, maybe our memory retention isn't as good as we get older. <laughs> uh, but, and, and maybe you can't keep up with these young ones in yeah, soccer and stuff. <laughs> but, you know, you... It may be easier in some ways. Exactly. And what are you studying? What are you pursuing at Dayspring? Okay, currently I'm pursuing pastoral studies. And uh, it's been great, especially, you know, uh, going to the course of uh, Bible doctrine, evangelism made simple, New Testament survey, a host of them. I'm like, whoa, it's giving me a lot of perspective about uh, a biblical principle. And uh, I think uh, if anybody really wants to understand biblical principle, I think uh, Dayspring is the right place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, good. And that's an advertising for Dayspring Bible College and Seminary. Yeah, 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 yeah. The web address, if you're interested, is dbc.edu, Dayspring Bible College, dbc. Edu. Edmund, it's been great to have you on In Grace today. It's, it's been great. Our <laughs> prayers uh, will be with you as you continue Very your well. studies, and we are we are excited about what God is going to do with you and through you back in Ghana. God bless. God bless you too. What does the Bible say about heaven and hell? Well, the Bible says a lot about these two things. Before I get into that, let me ask you a question. And this is not rhetorical. I want to know, have you ever lost anything? Yeah? How many of you lost something today? Couldn't find your keys? Anybody ever lost your keys? Anybody ever lost your kids? (laughs) Yeah, everyone's lost their kids once in life. I've told you this story before, and I won't tell you again. When I was at Wrigley Field with Amy, she was about five. And I really thought I had lost her. And I really thought I had nowhere to go. I couldn't go home. What would you say? Honey, I lost Amy. (laughs) You can't do stuff like that. You know, you're in an impossible position. Have you ever lost anything else? You ever lost your marbles? (laughs) You ever wonder where those idioms come from? I actually looked it up. Losing your marbles. And they actually, no one knows where these idioms come from, but... The best I could tell is it was such a popular game, toy, kids would carry them around. How many of you have played marbles? Games with marbles, played with marbles. And uh, I guess when you lose a marble or you lose your marbles, they say that you get frantic because it's an important possession for a kid and and you kind of look like you're looking for them crazily. So it's transferred to, you say you lose your marbles, it's kind of the idea of you've lost your mind. How many of you have lost your mind? How about your sanity? So we lose things, right? But the worst lost condition for anyone is to be lost eternally. We're going to talk today about the worst kind of lost, and that is to be eternally lost. And Jesus spoke in this book. This is a book that God wrote. We believe this Bible is true from cover to cover. We believe this is God's word. We believe this will give you the path for life. This is what God has told us 
to know how to go to heaven, to know how to avoid hell, to know how to live our life. It's right here. To know how to raise our kids. It's right here. To know how to be a good husband, a good wife. It's right here. The Bible has the answers. And so we open up the Bible and we find that Jesus spoke of two and only two eternal destinations. He spoke a lot of heaven, but he actually spoke more of hell. What we're going to do today first is open up the Bible and see what Jesus said and see what the Bible says about heaven. We all like to talk about heaven. By the way, let me just say right now, you're not going to be floating with a halo and a harp. If that's heaven, I'm sure it beats hell, but it doesn't sound very exciting. But think of the most exciting thing you've ever experienced in this life, in this world, the most beautiful thing you've ever seen, the most joy you've ever had. Compound that by a trillion, and that gets close to heaven. Heaven is real. It's a real place. And that's the place where God dwells. The first thing we're going to look at today in Revelation 21, which actually tells us a lot about both heaven and hell, is something about heaven that heaven doesn't have. Why would you start by describing heaven by what heaven doesn't have? Well, these are awesome things that heaven doesn't have. And let's look at Revelation 21.4. God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes. I was standing, and right in front of me, the family the friends of Art Rurheim, the founder of Rwanda, and here his body was in this box. And I said, the next time we see his body, it will be glorified, remade, without the ailments that we all have to face, and that is sickness, pain, sorrow, and tears. Won't it be wonderful a day when we don't have to worry about tears? Tears of joy are one thing, but the tears that we often have are tears of pain, of anguish, both physical and emotional. And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes so you won't have tears in heaven. And there shall be no more death. Say amen. amen. Sometimes we're okay when a 99 and a half year old man dies because he's lived a good long life. We should be upset about death of any person, of a child of an older person. Why? Because death is not what God designed. Now, the death of someone that is on their way to heaven, it doesn't have to be as painful. We don't have to mourn as others that have no hope because we will see him again. But death is a horrible, horrible thing. You've seen it. You've experienced it. No one's avoided it. Freud, they used to say, had all the answers. He actually said a death was a painful riddle that no one could ever figure out because even if you're an agnostic or an atheist, you still see death and heaven has none. Heaven has no death, no sorrow, nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain. Hey, say amen to that. And if you have pain, pain is gone. All of these things are gone for the former things are passed away. God has restored the perfect creation. And that's what heaven will be. And then Revelation 21 continues. It talks about the tree of life, a crystal clear river, and streets of gold. I can't wait to see some streets of gold. I know some of you will kind of be chipping away at it, or you're hoping that the streets of gold will react like some of our roads do out here in Chicago. You got all these buckles and potholes, and you can just go out and pick up pieces of road here in Chicago. 
And if that was gold, you'd be rich, right? I don't think that's what's gonna be happening in heaven, but let's read about it in verse 21. The 12 gates were 12 pearls. Every gate was of one pearl, and the street of the city was pure gold. Did you know gold at its most refined is clear? It's amazing, it's beautiful. As it were, transparent glass. And I saw no temple therein, for the Lord God Almighty and the Lamb were the temple of it. And the city had no need of the sun, neither of the moon to shine in it. For the glory of God did lighten it, and the Lamb is the light thereof, heaven. Do you want to explore the rich history and fascinating mysteries of the Holy Land? From the breathtaking landscapes to the hidden gems buried beneath the surface, Discover Hidden Israel 2 will transport you to places few have ever seen. With a gift of any amount to Ingrace, Jim Scudder will send you Discover Hidden Israel 2 as his heartfelt thank you. For a gift of $35 or more, you'll also receive two additional video series, Discover Hidden Israel 1 and 3. Call 800-78-GRACE or go to ingraceradio.com. If you want to take your exploration to the next level, with a gift of $100 or more, you'll receive Ingrace's entire Israel bundle, featuring a collection of eight captivating video series filmed in Israel. To get your hands on these incredible offers, call 800-78-GRACE, go to ingraceradio.com, or write to Ingrace at P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. That's 800-78-GRACE, or ingraceradio.com. It's hard to even describe heaven. In 1 Corinthians 2 and verse 9, it tells us that I hath not seen nor ear heard, neither have entered in the heart of man. We can't even hardly imagine the things that God has prepared for them that love him. So heaven is going to be this amazing, unimaginable, wonderful place. What about the other of the two only destinations spoken of in the word of God? By the way, the second destination, the eternal person, you will be in one of these two places. The default is the second place I'm going to tell you about. Jesus spoke of it. It is a real place. It's the default location of every person. If you haven't put your faith in Jesus Christ and been born again on your way to heaven, you will spend eternity in hell. And I say those words with such sorrow. The agnostic lecturer Robert Ingersoll He declared that he would prove conclusively that hell was just a wild dream of some scheming theologians who invented it to terrorize you. So in his lecture, he gets up and he's about to launch into his subject and a half-drunk man arose in the audience and said this. He said, make it strong, Bob. There's a lot of us poor fellows depending on you. If you're wrong, we're all lost. Isn't that sad? But it's true. And you know what? He is no longer an agnostic. Voltaire, another skeptic, an atheist, a friend was asking for Voltaire to come and speak some words of comfort to a friend of his that was dying. And Voltaire responded, I don't think I can do that. The thought that there might really be a hell plagues me continually. I think every person really knows deep down there is such a destination. People think it's a place where you're going to party with your buddies. My friends, what we're going to do today is look at what the Bible says. And you say, well, I wanted to feel good. I wanted to leave here feeling good. Well, if you went to the doctor and the doctor didn't tell you the truth, would you think he was a good doctor? 
Today, we want to learn the truth. What does the Bible say about eternity? The most important question we could ever ask ourselves. No person is comfortable with just blocking out hell because it keeps coming back to the forefront because our conscience, we know there is such a place. There's a woman on the plane reading the Bible and next to her was an intellectual. Do you know what most intellectuals are? I apologize if you're an intellectual, but an intellectual is a person educated beyond his intelligence. Anyways, this intellectual was sneering at her because she was reading the Bible and he asked her, do you believe it? And she said, yes. And he said, do you believe Jonah and the whale? She said, yes. He said, how do you know it happened? She said, I really don't know how it happened, but when I get to heaven, I'll find out. I'll ask. And he says, well, what if Jonah's not in heaven? And she said, I guess you'll have to ask him. <laughs> don't you wish you were that witty? In Matthew 10, 28, Jesus is speaking and it says, fear not them which kill the body, but are not able to kill the soul, but rather fear them which are able to destroy both soul and body in hell. This word hell is the Greek word Gehenna. Gehenna, translated into Hebrew, is Hinnom. There was a valley just to the west and south of Jerusalem called the Hinnom Valley. You can go there today. When you're at Mount Zion, this is inside the city walls of old Jerusalem today, and just outside that wall, if you look down into the valley, that's the Hinnom Valley. The Hinnom Valley was the garbage dump of Jerusalem. They would throw all their garbage. They would have fires always burning, so you'd always see smoke rising. They'd throw the carcasses of animals down in that valley, so people that would pass by the Hinnom Valley would see this place of perpetual fire, perpetual smoke, and gnats crawling around consuming these carcasses. It's a horrible picture, and Jesus used this valley as a mental picture for us to try to describe to us hell, what hell is going to be like, an unquenchable fire, gnawing worms. It's a terrible, terrible place of judgment that awaits all that reject the love of God, all that reject Jesus Christ, not a party, not hanging out with your buddies, a place of isolation. Now, you say, well, I reject all that. Well, I, I hope you don't. I know that God wants you to know that this is real. And you say, well, why would God, who is love, create such a horrible place? And I'm going to answer that at the very end. So please listen to the whole message today. Look at Revelation 21, where we just read about heaven. We're also going to read about hell. Verse 8 says, but the fearful and unbelieving, the abominable, the murderers, the whoremongers, the sorcerers, the idolaters, and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. This is not an imaginary place. You say, well, what else does the Bible say about it? Well, it says in Matthew 13, and again, this is Jesus describing it. Verse 50, he says that they'll be cast into the furnace of fire, and there will be wailing and gnashing of teeth. So we have this lake that burns with fire and brimstone, the second death. The first death is a physical death. The second death is a spiritual death. You're eternally cast in a furnace of fire. There's wailing and gnashing of teeth, and that will go on forever. You say, well, how do you know it's not just a short punishment, and then you cease to exist? I'm glad you asked, because Jesus later on in Matthew 25, 46 said, 
that these will go away into everlasting punishment. It says in Revelation 20, verse 10, the devil that deceived them were cast into the lake of fire and brimstone. And by the way, I think we're all happy that the devil's going to this lake of fire. I think we're all happy that uh, a person like Hitler's going to the lake of fire. Just the, the pure evil in this world, we, we accept hell as that location, as that destination. If God is holy and righteous, he has to punish those things and those people. So hell makes sense to us for them, but it doesn't make sense to us for us because we haven't murdered six million. But does that make us okay? Does that make us fine? Does that make us qualified for heaven? It does not. And we will continue this message tomorrow talking more about hell. And you know, that's one of those things that most pastors are loath to preach about. And, you know, in one sense, I am too. I don't like talking about hell. It's just, just such a, a terrible thought. But if it's clearly in the Bible and it's clearly, it clearly lines up with a righteous God, and that's the destination that we deserve. We deserve to be separated from him forever because of our sin and our rebellion. But to, to know what he did for us so we can escape that awful uh, destination, that eternal destination, is amazing. And that's where I think the gospel shines above just all faiths and all religion, because we can't save ourselves. And it is God who did the most amazing thing where he came into humanity. Jesus lived uh, the perfect life and died to pay for our sins and rose again. And he's offering us a free pardon from this awful destination. And again, we'll talk more about hell tomorrow, but I hope that today can be the day of your salvation. And if you simply believe that Jesus died for your sins and rose again, you're saved, not only for today, but also for forever. And that's great news. Just before we go, I've been so excited as we've been able to feature a great product, a DVD or a digital download video series of a really exciting adventure in Israel. We call it Discover Hidden Israel 2, and it has four parts to it. This is a full-length adventure video series that we filmed in Israel with an archaeologist, and we explore under the temple, above on the Temple Mount. We went to the city of David, finding all the new discoveries that they have there. We looked for ancient Michmash, where Jonathan and his armor bearer defeated the Philistines. And we went to ancient Shechem, where Joseph's tomb and Jacob's well were. Wonderful, exciting places that are in Israel. Discover in Israel too is my thank you to those of you that support in grace. A gift of any amount. It can be a dollar. Whatever God leads you to give us is fine. I'm going to thank you by sending you either the DVD or the digital download of Discover Hidden Israel 2. Now, some of you can give a little bit more. So let's say you can give $35 or more. I'm going to send you all three of our Discover Hidden Israel video series. And they cover all sorts of things like the different gates of the old city of Jerusalem. One of them covers Caesarea um, there where the missionary activity left or came back to and Paul's journeys and when Paul gave the gospel to different people and where Cornelius heard the gospel from Peter. Uh, we're going to take you to the, the four seas of Israel, the Sea of Galilee, the Mediterranean, the Red Sea, and the Dead Sea, and actually go in and jump in and dive these waters. 
All these adventures are my thank you for your gift of $35 or more. Now, some of you can even do more than that. Now, if you can, if you can make a large investment in grace, $100 or more, I would like to send you what we call the Israel Bundle. It's all the videos that we discussed, the Discover Hidden Israel multi-part series. We can also send you eight total videos filmed in Israel. The quest to rebuild the Jewish temple is very popular. Another one called the Copper Scroll, this mysterious treasure scroll that was written on copper. And we discuss where that might be in Israel. We also have Joshua's conquest. How did the children of Israel come into the land? And we would go to all these sites. So we have all these great videos I'd like to send you as a thank you for your gift of $100 or more. Contact us today. With a gift of any amount to In Grace, Jim Scudder will send you Discover Hidden Israel 2 as his heartfelt thank you. For a gift of $35 or more, you'll also receive two additional video series. And with a gift of $100 or more, you'll receive In Grace's entire Israel bundle, including eight video series filmed in Israel. Call 800-78-GRACE, go to ingraceradio.com, or write to In Grace at P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois. 60047. Thank you for joining us on In Grace Radio with Jim Scudder Jr. In Grace is a member of the Evangelical Council for Financial Accountability. Our goal is to share the light of Jesus to a darkening world, helping you find hope, gain purpose, and be a light. You can be that light today by joining our mission to spread the gospel around the world. Just call us, 800-78-GRACE, or go online, ingraceradio.com. You can also write to us at InGrace, P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. Tune in tomorrow as we continue to explore God's Word and His world on InGrace Radio. Radio.